Orale. Bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFP podcast. This is your host, Jorge Martin, Familia. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, April 14th. Uh, two, a little more, uh, just under two weeks from the beginning of the draft. But, you know, we know that round two is really when a lot of fantasy players start get, a lot of players who are important for fantasy get picked. So uh, make sure you're keeping an eye out. We got, got some content coming out. We've already had some good shows. Make sure you're checking out our NFL draft series. We get, we had uh, dedicated shows to the quarterbacks, the running backs, the receivers, the tight ends, all the players who are going to be making uh, a big impact. And make sure you're following us on YouTube, familia. Por favor, por favor, por favor. You know, we got, uh, give us a like and subscribe. Give us that thumbs up. Please, please, please. Our numbers are growing and just want to keep this, keep this uh, going so much. And um, yeah, and also, uh, we're a proud member of the Fantasy Points Media Group. Familia, get your 2023 subscription. It's going to take you all the way up to the Super Bowl in 2024. You're going to win your. You're going to help you win your leagues. Hopefully, win, win a little money on DFS. Great minds at work there: John Hansen, Graham Barfield, Joe Dolan, guy Brett Whitefield, Scott Barrett, Tom Brawley. I mean, just so many, so many great people. Amigos of the show. So love 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 that uh to have that partnership also familia uh we're also really proud to be a part of the the uh, of the underdog familia okay and underdog i mean we got a we got a par partnership with them when you sign up and and put it in a deposit of a hundred dollars up to a hundred dollars we're going to match you $100 for me. They're going to get you $100 free dollars, play some of the best, best ball games out there. I've been playing for a couple of years now and just love it, love it, love it. Draft, 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 draft. That's all I could tell you. And then you don't have to manage it. Nothing, nothing. Uh, get get that undershot par partnership right there. Look at that. Got the logo going on right there. So uh, yeah, wonderful. Uh, also, Familia. Uh, didn't have a Wednesday show this week. Just, uh, uh, I think you, some of you saw that I put out on Twitter that I suffered a pretty heavy loss this week. Um, someone I considered, uh, like a second mother to me, Sylvia Narduli, uh, the mother of my best friend, best man at our, our wedding, Jojo Narduli. Um, the, the, he and his mom have been a part of my life for, uh, more than 35 years. And it's just, uh, she lived a wonderful amazing life 91 years old and um I just whenever i walked into that house i just sensed the love she'd just give me a big hug she'd tell me hi honey in her thick uh, italian accent and uh but i you know nothing was lost in translation when she'd give me a big hug and tell me that she loved me and uh love her love her to pieces um you're mama sylvia you're with uh you're with family now uh, you are, uh, you've gone straight up to heaven and, um, you know, someday we'll see you there. Hope to see you there, but, um, we'll take care. We'll take care of your son. We'll take care of your grandsons and, uh, we'll just keep going on for you and to honor your memory. Uh, as you always loved it when I spoke a little Italian, te voglio molto bene. Grazie mama. Grazie. And, uh, in Spanish, adios, adios, adios. Uh, we got we got some people in the chat uh, saying saying hello, Toronto Dave, TD, my man. Great to see you last night on uh, on the lateral show. That was awesome. That was such a fun time. And Dame Overboard, Dame Overboard, la dama, missed you, missed you, missed you. I'm glad to be glad you joined me. Uh, something 
you know, uh, a live stream, not, not the usual Wednesday night, but we'll try and get back, uh, back on schedule for that. Alberto, mi amigo, great, great to see you also last night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for always being there. And, and Dame, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're, you know what? We keep going on doing the things we love to honor the people's honor the memory of the people who have come before us and who we adore. So, uh, gosh. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you guys for being there. And I got so many great sentiments from people on Twitter that was, uh, it's, it's, it's great to know people are, you know, people are loved. And uh, no easy way to kind of do a segue off of that uh, other than to just start talking about like what we're here to talk about today, Underdog Familia. And again, I, I started playing a couple years ago and uh, just fell in love with the game, just being able to draft all the time, play different strategies, do zero RB sometimes, heavy RB, I, I mean, or elite quarterback, elite tight end, just different strategies to see, you know, and, and that's the great thing about it. You can just keep keep drafting and, and, and try different things. It sharpens the saw for when redraft time, you know, when college drafts come up or if you're doing a dynasty startups or if you're doing, or, or for when, you know, July, August, maybe early September when you're doing your redraft leagues, you you keep drafting. You know where people are. You know when you know who's going to be lasting, or you get an idea. I mean, there there are always guys that that change up, but at the last minute. But seriously, when it comes down to uh, uh, the the best ball game you just sharpen the sauce so much and it's just great. And, and and I just love having this partnership with underdog fantasy. Those folks have just been nothing short of fantastic. So love that. And uh, another thing you also know, you know, I love me some super flex and I, and I'll probably dedicate a show to it later in the, you know, as we get closer to draft time, but this is going to be kind of a preview to that because a lot of the strategies that I use in super flex, I'm also going to be using, uh, for super flex redraft. I mean, it's, it, you kind of play with it a little bit, but definitely there are a lot of the same concepts that, that I use there. And some of this, I felt like really started to come into fruition, come, come to, um, come to light, come, you know, get a sense of clarity was last year during the Scott Fishbowl draft season and just kind of, you know, learning about, you know, kind of the importance of going quarterback early, the, um, because really that, that to me is the greatest thing about Superflex. You get into the fact that, uh, that the quarterback position, which is the, not only the most important in football, but it's the most important in all of sports. So much is put on top of that. And I just hate the fact that sometimes we're waiting to draft one in the 10th round or something like that. Shout out to JJ Zachary recent uh love love your strategy i'm gonna play with it a little bit uh a little uh kind of go contrarian to that but that's the beauty of uh fantasy is uh you can you can keep doing different things but um when it comes to when it when it comes to super flex strategy in uh in in this in this game and this game being being best ball being underdog you gotta know your super flex strategy and Look at your look at your league setups for the most part. You're going to have a quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, one tight end, one super one flex, and one super flex. So that's one fewer wide receiver that you're going to be having in in than than you would in a single quarterback league. So that to me is a big important that that is very important when it comes to that. Because is knowing that because maybe you don't have to go so heavy on the receiver, 
And so they're, they're different. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. And the other thing that that's important about that is just knowing how much the, the value of quarterbacks. Okay. I'm looking at the rankings for, for underdog and I'm going to post them right here real quick. So, uh, un momento, por favor. Muchas gracias por su paciencia. Let's see. So here we are. We've got we're lo we're looking at the co at the quarterbacks right now, and honestly, you know, you're looking at the fact that there are nine quarterbacks that are going in the first twelve picks. So that just shows you the absolute value of that position. I mean, the quarterback nine is. I mean, I mean you're 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 looking at the quarterback nine at that point. I mean, you're looking at Deshaun Watson at that point. So that's that, that, and that's going in the first round. So you're looking at that. That's the most important thing to keep in mind is the value of the quarterback. You got nine going in the first round. By the end of round two, by the 24th pick, 13 are gone. And that's Kirk Cousins' country. Okay. By the end of round four, 19 are gone. So when you look at the when you look at the quarterbacks real quick, so uh, you know we're we're talking about. I mean, when we're talking about number number nineteen, you're talking about Kyler Murray at that point, who's going to be missing probably half the season. And honestly, if the Cardinals are really are, are not doing are not doing well, they might decide to just sit him the whole season. So you're talking about him at him at nineteen, at eighteen, Derek Carr. That's what you're talking about by fourteen by by four rounds. So that's that's 48 picks, 19 of them, almost you know, just about about 40 percent are almost 40 percent are quarterbacks. So that just shows you the importance. You're you cannot be left hanging. You can't go a zero quarterback approach. This is not you know this is not like going zero RB and single quarterback or or heavy RB. You can't. This is a position you cannot ignore when it comes to that. So uh you know and, and oh and just to give you another idea by the end of round four 13 there are 13 running backs that are that are going this is according to the underdog rankings 15 wide receivers and just one tight end so you cannot that you you cannot ignore the position and the other the other idea behind it is you know you want to draft two quarterbacks in the first four rounds so we talked about the fact that by you know by by the second round you you've got you've got Kirk Cousins you're in Kirk Cousins country uh, but you know where where you get that. So you want to be getting your your quarterback at that at that point. I mean, I'm, guys that I really like in that range for the second quarterback. I'm really liking Aaron Rodgers. He may not have the the heavy pass volume, but he's going to be good. Jared Goff. I mean, Familia. The, you you basically are adding Jamison Williams to that to to that wide receiver group that's already got Amon Ross St. Brown. They might still add some more. They might add a tight end. They've still got that fantastic. Fantastic! That that fantastic offensive line. Jared Goff is going to have himself a good season, and their defense is going to be better. So, you know, they you know maybe that's not going to lead to the shootouts, but they're still going to be good. Geno Smith, I still expect to have a good season, and you never know. Familia Russell Wilson could have some bounce back. Sean Payton is that good a coach. If he can if he can get that bounce back, let's not uh, you know let's let's get let's uh, let's I'll let you get the payoff on the bounce back familia you know give you that recommendation Derek carr and and you know matthew stafford there 
you know, he's he's going in the 53 range, so it's early in the fifth round. He could be a, he could be another bounce back candidate. I, I I have full faith that Sean McVay is doing what he needs to do to get this team uh, in 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 a good in a good position and um, start with the offensive line, please, please. <laughs> when we t- when we're talking about the uh, when we're talking about the draft, let's get let's get some guys. But um, and you know what? The other thing that's that's happening is by the time you're done with the 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 fourth round there are still some some really really high quality this that's the important amazing thing about this you're you're really seeing that there are some there are still some wonderful players who are available after the fourth round here's some here's some wide receivers that that are are available at that point you got Debo Samuel you got Calvin Ridley you got uh you know compromiso real quick Sorry about that. Lo siento mucho, por favor. Um, you know, you got, yeah, I, I mentioned Debo Samuel, Calvin Ridley, and they're, I mean, gosh, familia. Amari Cooper is in that range. A little bit later, you get DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Williams. There's still just some play, some players who are going to get you a thousand yards in this season that are available after the fourth round. Running backs that are available after the fourth round. Najee Harris, who I'm expecting to have a big season this year. He's RB15 on the underdog rankings. Aaron Jones, who I'm also thinking is going to have a big season. He's going to get leaned on heavily by uh, by Jordan Love on dump off passes because they really don't have a tight end yet. And even if they get a tight end in the draft, those guys t- seem to take on you know a better part of a year, sometimes a full year. But it's not till the second year that they come back. Aaron Rodgers is going to get himself get some good picks. I mean, some good uh, some good work in the passing game. And also, you know, if you're talking about tight end, we talked about the fact that that we're going to talk about the tight end strategy earlier. But uh, Aaron, Mark Andrews, T.J. Hawkinson, they're both going in the fifth round. So get your quarterbacks early. There will be. Do not worry. There are going to be plenty of good players. Secure your two starters right off the bat. And another part of the strategy that's a little bit different when it comes to un- the underdog side. Real quick, I got a little bit of a comment here. Uh, oh. Dame, I don't, you know, getting the number twelve pick, it, it yeah, it's it, it's tough. I mean, and I will tell you this: fight the uh, fight the um, fight the 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 urge to go quarterback quarterback at that point. I did that last year. I got I ended up the in a in a ten team league, uh, my my a redraft league. So it wasn't it, it wasn't best ball. Uh, I ended up going Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. Didn't pay off for me. So definitely go uh, look at look into getting getting some quarterbacks. Uh, get get a quarterback or get at least one quarterback. Who knows? You might get this year's Justin Fields. Uh, could be Trey Lance. Uh, I, I, I haven't given up on Trey Lance for me. I have not given up on Trey Lance until they tell me someone else is starting in his place. So, uh, you know, it could be Lance could be Anthony Richardson being a, being a big time player in the, uh, in the running game. I mean, we saw him run at the combine. He's a freight truck. And he's coming fast. So another possibility. Who are some other guys that are that are going a little bit later? Um, you know, I mean, Derek Carr is not not horrible. I mean, yeah, you're you're looking at. I, I mean, Dak Prescott could fall to that point. I think he's he's ready to have himself a year. You got um, Tua. 
get with a healthy season, he could have, he could have been up 4,500 to 5,000 yards last year. Daniel Jones is going to get, has got some weapons and Kirk Cousins. So there are some guys out there for you that, that you could get. And just, and again, keep drafting, keep, keep drafting Dame, por favor. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. So uh, getting back, getting back to uh, the next, next bit of strategy is drafting a similar number of wide receivers as running backs. So uh, I think a lot of people have seen the fact that you know there there's different types of strategies with 18 rounds by the way in super flex leagues in super flex best ball you've got 20 rounds as opposed to 18 uh that that have been there but yeah there was always like the three four eight you know three three four eight three uh, you know, or three, five, seven, you know, there, there was always an inordinate amount of wide receivers compared to, compared to running backs, uh, just because of filling that third wide receiver spot. Well, you know, you, you don't have that in, in super flex, that super, that, that flex position could oftentimes be a running back those. And, and we know if you've got a good one in there, you can, you, you can pile up the points the run the rookie running backs now um you know they, they this could be that this could be a class uh a lot of people are hyping up this class obviously Bijan robinson is is exciting but uh there are some running backs who could be helping you late in the season kind of like tyler algier and isaiah pacheco helped you last year it could be someone like zach charbonnet it could be guys later on zach evans it could be i mean devon a chain uh, it, it just one of the one, those rookie running backs you, you could We'll talk about we'll talk about uh, a strategy there when we talk about throwing darts at the end. Keep throwing them, and those running backs could could uh, come through for you. So uh, keep keep doing that. But when it comes to when it comes to you know drafting the similar numbers, um, you know you you're you've got guys that are that are going going late after the RB twenty four. So that's assuming guys who are you know everybody has drafted their first two running backs you still got guys like Rashad White and Tyler Algier who were very good players last year Isaiah Pacheco was a player you know and, and I talked about players kind of coming through at the at the end of the season last year guys guys like Algier Pacheco Jarek McKinnon uh, McKinnon was like a league winner for people there at the end of the season. So uh, look at look at different type of alignments. There's three, six, eight, three, three, seven, seven, three, uh, four. You get you you could talk about getting four quarterbacks. You know, six, seven, three, three, six, seven, four. So those different type of alignments when you uh, when you're getting that. But yet yeah, try and have a similar number of running backs because I think you're going to find that there are guys out there at the end. Um, and speaking of running backs, uh, you know, getting, getting guys, getting guys late, I, you know, we, when it comes down, you, you look at it, familia, the, you, when you're looking at, you know, dra after drafting a similar number of running backs to wide receivers, but you can do it having gone hero. So we saw, we talk about, this is the way from Mandalorian hero RB is the way. Okay. I just started a draft where I got, uh, at the beginning of the second, at the beginning of the second round, uh, I was drafting, uh, actually, no, I, th I think I was drafting at the four spot and, um, grabbed, grabbed Joe Burrow and then came around and got Jonathan Taylor. And then after that got J Jared Goff. And then I've just basically like hammered wide receiver at that point. 
just uh, because I know there are going to be running backs late and I want to have those stud wide receivers uh, because yes, I know I talked about the fact that yet there's the possibility of your running back foot going into the, going into the, um, the flex position, but you know, I want to, I want to possibly look at the wide receivers as being the as getting three wide receivers in there to try and um, maybe get, have the flex be one of those guys. If I could get high end performers. And I, I mean, I, I, I feel good about, I feel good about how that, that one is, that one is gone. I'm trying, I'm looking at uh, the guys that I've, I've gotten in that one. Let me see. Um, where is that team? Oh, I'll get into it later. I'll get into it later. But um, I know I got jo- uh, T. Higgins with Joe Burrow and uh, D- Devontae Adams, T. Higgins, and uh, I forget who the third receiver was. I, I think it was like uh, uh, Tyler Lockett. So g- good, good, solid players. So get that. You know, when you when you work up that uh, work, and I feel good about the fact that I've got Jonathan Taylor, who's going to have, who I think is going to have a big season. He's going into his contract year. Keep that in mind. Do not, do not worry about the ankle last year. Okay. The, his ankle last year was just like the ankle for Saquon Barkley. Okay. It wasn't bothering him in, in 2022. Okay. The 2021 ankle injury wasn't bothering him in 2022. The 2022 Jonathan Taylor ankle injury is not going to bother him in 2023 when he's going for a contract. And, uh, uh, so I think a big season coming up ahead for him. So, you know, pile up that running back. And then, you know what? You can look at later on for that second running back. Another guy who I'm looking at a, a big bounce back, J.K. Dobbins. He's going in the seventh round in underdog rankings. Damian Pierce, until they add another running back to that room, I I know they I, I, I know they added, but you know what? I I, I think uh, they they signed they signed Singletary in uh, Devin Singletary, they signed him in free agency. That's fine. I don't think he's good. I don't think he need, moves the needle. I don't, I'm not worried. It's, this isn't like getting Bijan Robinson. Damian Pierce, I think, is going to have a thousand yards this season. So it's okay to be patient. So, uh, and also talking about uh, the these are some of the receivers that are going in the seventh round: uh, Tyler Lockett, Michael Pittman, Terry McLaurin. So you're looking at those guys. You've got uh, so. The, the talent is going to be there later in drafts. So, you know, you can go with that hero RB and just kind of mix and match. Uh, when it comes to tight ends, Familia, go elite or go quantity, okay? And uh, when when it's – oh, wait a second. Just, I was saying a quick hello. Peng's picks. A little preview. He's going to be joining me next week. We're going to talk a little more underdog strategy, Familia. So, uh, mi amigo. Gracias, Papi, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it. And Mr. Scampers, I'm going to be sending you a DM. I heard a, I heard a rumor that I need you to uh, that that I need you to confirm for me. So uh, I'm I'm excited uh, that that uh, I want you to confirm the rumor for me. So por favor, I'll I'll send you that note late, a little bit later. Um, getting back getting back to the tight end strategy, Kelsey Travis Kelsey. The dog, the future Hall of Famer. In my opinion, he's going to go down as the best tight end in, in NFL history. He's going as number thirteen, and then, as I mentioned, T.J. Hawkinson and Mark Andrews are not going until the fifth round. So, do you go? T- do you go Travis Kelsey early at the end? So, Dame, this could be a strategy for you. So you get the twelve. Maybe you get maybe you get a solid quarterback, and then you get Travis Kelsey, and then you just forget about tight end for a long time, and then you just hammer quarterback, running back, and receiver, and just going that. 
I, basically, <clears throat> my tight end strategy for this season. Un momentito, por favor. So long. A little frog going on there that <clears throat> that I had to get rid of. Um, you know, when it comes to when it comes to Travis Kelsey, he he's so much better. He's worth almost a touchdown a game uh, over some of the other the the other tight end options. I, you know, I think you you go with him, and then if you don't get him, then I'm I'm fine to bypass Andrews and Hawkinson and even George Kittle, uh, who's going a little bit later. He's going in the 60s. Um, I think he's going a full round after after Andrews and Hawkinson. The the reason being, Familia, it's I, I mean, it, it's really tough to 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 look at the look at the tight end position. Yeah, Kittle is going uh, almost number 66, so kind of like midway through the the sixth round. The guys that are going in that range, you know, in the same range with Mark Andrews and, and TJ Hawkinson and even George Kittle, these are all players who are decidedly doing so much better than them. Uh, you know, wide receivers are, are are getting way more fantasy points than them, and that's what it's about. So I would rather you know pile up the the fantasy points and then you know and then try and piece it together later on and later on in the round. You know, you get a David and Joku, get a Pat Fryermuth, Dawson Knox. I mean, those this is best ball, familia. Pile up three tight ends. Uh, at, you know, from from the group of like I said, in Joku, Fryermuth. Kenny Pickett's looking to have a, uh, a a step up this season. Dawson Knox, you get to, you get jo Josh Allen this year. Um, Dalton Schultz, Cole Komet. I mean, it's uh, you know Chig Chig Okonkwo. There are options there. Grab a couple of those guys and maybe maybe take a dart throw later. So I that's why I just look at you know when it comes to the tight end position, I really really want to go uh, early. Uh, last couple bits of strategy that we're talking about draft at least three quarterbacks familia look look at that look at that possibility look at that uh because you want to have you want to have something for bye weeks and when i say at least maybe grab a fourth okay you've got 20 picks grab a fourth tight grab a fourth quarterback because of the fact that, that again this is the most important position you want to never that you want that super flex to always be a a quarterback you don't want to you don't want to have all your quarterbacks on by you know two two multiple quarterbacks on by and then hope that a wide receiver blows up or a running back blows up and goes into that super flex position so look, get your get those third third quarterbacks, those rookie quarterbacks, when it, uh, that that are going to be coming in. You look at the, those guys are the ones that are going to that could be making an impact at some point during the season. They're going. I think all the quarterbacks, all all the four quarterbacks that are expected to go in the first round, they're. I think they're all going to go in. They're all going to be expected to play at some point this season. I don't think there's going to be anybody who's going to be sitting for a full season, uh, especially not especially not. Um, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. And I really think uh, Anthony Richardson is going to be playing a lot this season. And with the running rushing upside, as I was mentioning earlier, big, big possibilities. So grab, grab those guys and, you know, other possibilities to get late Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, uh, he could be, he could be playing all season. He's going off as the QB 27 Mac Jones with Bill O'Brien. He's going off as the QB 30. He is, uh, you know, there, there's, there's only going to be improvement from him this year. Even Baker Mayfield, he's got, he's got Mike Evans, he's got Chris Godwin. 
there are, you know, there is, uh, he's going off at the QB 33 right now. Will Levis QB 34. So he's landing spot dependent to see if he's going to be playing. I think he's going to be playing at some point. I think he's going to get drafted early. I don't know if it's going to be first four quarterbacks as we're seeing some, uh, some rumors going on, but uh, again, oh, and also the other thing that, to keep in mind, get those, get, get those quarterbacks done because by the 10th round, the, the quarterbacks are pretty much gone. So, uh, you know, by 10th round, Will Levis is going off as the QB 34. He's going off at around pick number 117. So that's the tail end of the 10th round. And uh, at, after that, it's who are the guys that are going to be backups that may be starting. And I don't know if you want to get into that. Last bit of advice, Familia, throw some darts. Throw some darts. Boom, boom, boom. Throw some darts. Get them, get them out there. Uh, you know, after the 10th round, after you've got a pretty set roster, Start going after start start going after rookies. Start you know the rookie wide receivers have been popping for us last year. Jahan Dotson did well last year. Drake London was doing well at the at at, at during during the fantasy playoffs. You know, Chris Olave was going earlier than that. But I mean, all these guys uh, were doing well. The rookie running backs. I think there's going to be some committees that could turn into. But yeah, that could tur- turn into big time players, um, you know, during during the back half of the season that are, you know, you can, if you get into some tournaments or something like that, they could ma- make a big difference for you. Throw some darts. OK, get get fill out your tight end room at that point. Those are the ones that could pop on, on various weeks. Remember, Evan Ingram had himself some big weeks last year uh, that and he was basically an afterthought uh, when it came to best ball. So uh, I think that's it, Familia. I think that eso es todo for our show. Uh, again, uh, thanks to Underdog. You know, make sure you get your Underdog subscription. Okay, Familia? Go to underdog.com. Put in the promo code FAMILIA23, okay? And we'll match you up to twenty, uh, up to $100 on your first $100 per, uh, on your first $100 deposit. <laughs> Uh, also special thanks to fantasypoints.com. Uh, our amigos at fantasy points, get your 2023 subscription familia. Make sure you're going uh, use that, you get, get in there, get that winning strategy again. One more time, a little plug for our YouTube, our YouTube page, go to familia FFD on YouTube. Give us a, give us a thumbs up, a like, and subscribe. Really appreciate it. And also lastly, if you want to listen to us on audio, Spotify for podcasters. Anchor is no more. Spotify for podcasters. Thank you for putting us on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you get your audio podcasts. That's where you can just just follow Familia FFB, and we're going to keep dropping into your in, into your uh, in, into your uh, archive right there. So I'm uh, going to be dropping at least one show a week. Some weeks are going to be a couple, uh, depending on some special one-off shows, and then we're going to be getting into our our 32 for 32 series in the June July time frame. That's where we're talking about our NFL insiders, Familia. Which is, guys, oh, also just keep in mind, FamiliaFFB.com. I'll be dropping an article on this uh, just to kind of uh, memorialize this a little bit more, probably dropping this on Monday. Um, Muchas gracias for joining us. Uh, thank you so much. Those are the people, our amigos in the chat, Ta- Toronto Dave, Dame Overboard, Alberto, yeah, Peng, Mr. Scampers. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, Have a great weekend, and always keep in mind, todos somos familia. Salud.